Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Rasa. I'm your host, Grace Sofa. This is where we talk about everything and anything relating to abuse, mental health, societal views, and cultural nuances. Today's topic centers around women's mental health strategies and support. Having a mental health condition and coping with it is often anything but easy. It also seems as though gender may play a significant role in the development of mental health concerns and an individual's battle with mental health. As relates to women, their perceptions of themselves, as well as the preconceptions of others, can often influence how they choose to deal with mental health issues. Women may find themselves conflicted when dealing with mental health issues and fear how others might perceive them if they disclose their struggles. Men are statistically more likely to hide their mental health struggles and remain silent in their suffering. Women face more potential backlash for seeking help. Do you think women's mental health is important? Of course, it is vitally important. However, it is often dismissed and hidden from discussion. Access to mental health resources for women is severely restricted and limited in scope. Women who access mental health care and dealing with mental health disorder are extremely stigmatized. Women receive direct or indirect messaging that their mental health is not important and that what they're experiencing is not real and is often swept under the carpet. Sometimes it is told them it's an overreaction or that it's simply imagined. This harmful perspective and dismissive narrative actually discourages women from seeking treatment and support to heal and find techniques to effectively manage and regulate their emotions. As society places a heavy burden of pressure on women to conform and create a narrative that women shouldn't need mental health care, as the things they're experiencing, the work they're doing is a touchstone every woman should meet rather than an impossibly high standard. Mental health is a critical required component to health and your overall well-being. One cannot have health and overall wellness without general mental well-being and a way to stay feathered mentally. It is important and of significance to bring about awareness and the importance of education regarding women's mental health, as well as poor access to or quality of care that women face when seeking help for their mental health concerns. What are some of the mental health conditions women experience? Many of the same mental health issues that impact men and individuals of other genders impact women as well. However, one of the main issues in women's mental health care is stigmatization and segregation, creating a barrier to women accessing treatment. An example is women are underdiagnosed with ADHD, are misdiagnosed 
or their problems are ignored when seeking help. There are a lot of um, prevalent anxiety-related disorders that can be seen among women as well as cases of depression, trauma, stress-related disorders. Some of the most common mental health issues that women suffer are OCD, social phobia, panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, acute stress disorder, depression, anxiety, eating disorder. Other common women's mental health issues that don't specifically fit into criteria for disorder in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorder, fifth edition, DSM-5, include grief and loss. Higher chronic stress levels, lack of perceived and real support and feeling of loneliness and isolation. Common factors, some common factors that affect women's mental health are stressors that impact the presentation and intensity of mental health conditions in women. This includes, but are not limited to, interpersonal conflicts, childcare stress, vocational stress, pressure from society to perform, financial stress, uneven household labor distribution, gender discrimination, relationship issues, laws passed that prevent bodily autonomy for women. Societal pressure can place a heavy mental and emotional burden on women that oftentimes there are a few ways to escape. If you feel like these issues or others are starting to weigh too heavily on you, consider seeking help from a mental health professional. Stress and anxiety are not the norm and you deserve to feel supported, validated and encouraged to express your emotional experience. What are the struggles? about female mental health. One of the most common struggles that women experience with their mental health is again, access to care. Women's account of the symptoms they experience are disproportionately dismissed by medical professionals. And this rate rises significantly with the intersectionality of identities, such as sexual identity, body size, race, just to name a few. There are also many cultural myths that women are predisposed to experiencing anxiety because they are hysterical at baseline, a myth that is not at all true. Furthermore, postpartum anxiety and depression occur at much higher rates than are discussed in popular culture and society. Many women feel shame or guilt regarding the symptoms and intense emotion they feel post-birth when in reality is a completely normal side effect of hormonal regulation after pregnancy. There are lots of differences in mental health experiences between genders. Depression and anxiety disorder tend to be more prevalent in women than men. This is not due to genetics or cultural practices, customs, norms, and access to healthcare as factors to consider. It is often believed this has something to do with the way that men and women differ in their expression of negative emotions and with men seeming to externalize what they feel through physical aggression and verbal communication. For women, it is 
becoming withdrawn are more likely to internalize negative feelings or withhold affection from those they are upset with. Research also shows higher rates of anxiety and depression in women than in men. And regardless of whether it's due to male stoicism or not, it's a serious health and social issue that needs to be addressed. Due to events such as gender-based violence and the societal-driven pressure women may face to find a partner and settle down, women are also likely to develop PTSD as well as to report intense feelings of loneliness or isolation. How can women navigate mental health challenges? Reaching out to a mental health professional for assistance or support is often a process defined by vulnerability, uncertainty, and hope. Unfortunately for people of all gender identities, shame, guilt, and fear of judgment can stop many from ever seeking therapy or counseling. The historical woman throb is an old generalization cemented in sexist 19th century theories postulated by male psychologists of the time. This is just one of many stereotypical re representation of women which can be used to minimize the unique hardships and mental health struggles that women may experience, including being viewed as mentally and physically frail or fragile because of their typically smaller stature. Menstrual cycles or pregnancies being used as a way to dismiss cognitive or physical distress, including remarks such as, it's just her time of the month. It's just baby blues. Being depicted as overly emotional sensitive creatures who can't handle the stresses of professional or domestic life. Because of this, when mental health conditions or concerns do arise, women often fear being written off as irrational or temperamental. This is just one of the many gender-specific hurdles that modern women must overcome in their lives as they work to achieve mental health and well-being. What are the coping strategies for women's mental well-being? There are many great coping strategies that women can use to make sure that they are pursuing mental well-being. Here are some simple practices you can try on a regular basis to improve your mental health. Allow yourself to pursue your hobbies and interests. Hobbies and interests are a way to express yourself, which helps you feel more grounded, connected to who you are, you become more self-aware, and it always gives you joy. Create small moments of enjoyment in your daily routine, whether it's a short work, working on a piece of art, drawing, reading a book, or having a soak, or a warm and relaxing bath. These moments can increase your levels of dopamine and serotonin and promote overall wellness. Always stay connected to trusted others and cultivate a social support network. No matter how big or small, this is an excellent way to achieve success, contentment, and overall well-being. Always perform regular check-ins with yourself regarding your mental and emotional health. Take some time, possibly once a week, to journal or reflect on your experienced moods and emotions. Were they normal? 
Was I there when you didn't feel like yourself and in what capacity or in what way? Each of these practices can help you feel grounded in yourself and cultivate much needed joy in your life. Professional support tailored to women. How do you seek help? Women can take some of the following actions or steps to navigate their decision to seek therapy or counseling. You might start by reminding yourself that it's okay to express your feelings. Female voices are often silent at a young age, and this can be a hard habit to shake. Always feel encouraged to speak up, especially when you're experiencing anxiety, depression, anger, frustration, or other unpleasant feelings. It can not only be a freeing experience for yourself, but also inspire and encourage others that share your experience. Sharing your decision to seek mental health services with those who will support you. If you can't trust that someone won't judge you for talking with a mental health professional. When undergoing your therapeutic journey, those you share your details of this journey with should be supportive and can offer you needed encouragement. But if they don't, telling them can certainly be more handful than helpful. Know that talking with a provider of any kind does not represent a personal or moral failings. After all, is anyone ridiculed for going to a doctor's appointment? Casting aside societal labels, no one can truly define you but yourself. So cast away the ball and chain formed by stereotypes and tropes. A therapist or counselor can help you rebrand yourself and reframe your life's journey. This might mean that if you were written off as historical, you can start viewing yourself in a new light as bold, resilient, outspoken, and opinionated. You contain immense power within you. With so many derogatory views and societal hurdles to clamper already, the last thing that women should have to do is internalize the negativity and allow it to harm their self-esteem and sense of value. But with having the right provider and hopefully a social network that supports their independence without judgment, women who are experiencing mental health issues can take the power back into their own hands one session at a time. Why do people avoid mental health treatment? The majority of individuals who have a mental health issue do not seek or receive treatment. Individuals fear judgment, change, the unknown, and what they might discover in therapy. Additionally, they are too prideful to admit they need help. Also, some people doubt the efficacy of mental health treatment. They are uncertain it will work or misunderstand how it works. Others might try it, but don't give it enough time. Change takes time and finding the right therapist is crucial. According to statistics, one in five adults is living with a mental health issue right now, yet more than half of these individuals are not getting help. This statistical account, in part for those who lack access to mental health services, but this doesn't provide a comprehensive explanation, especially considering that more adults have access to mental health services today than they have in the past. As it turns out, many people actually avoid or forgo mental health treatment due to several reasons, as highlighted above. 
could be due to fear. Fear of change, fear of unknown, fear that they might outgrow their friends, family and loved ones. And sometimes people are afraid of feeling their feelings and of being judged. Vulnerability is hard and therapy by nature requires being open, honest and vulnerable, which does not come naturally for so many. Once people find therapy to be an accepting safe place where they can open up at their pace, they find it to be the best thing that they have ever experienced. They feel as though the growth, comfort and ease that therapy can create opens them up to truly being their best self. Misinformation. People also forgo mental health treatment because they are misinformed about what it involves and how they'll be perceived by the therapist. Having been a therapist for several years, I have come across many individuals who are hesitant to engage in treatment. More often than not, people are misinformed about what therapy actually is. Many individuals have developed the belief that if they attend therapy, it means they're crazy, which is simply just not true. I think this perspective is likely a result of how the media portrays mental health professionals, not giving it enough time. Finally, some people might give therapy a try, but then stop before they can make any real progress. Many people will meet with other therapists once or twice and then stop altogether for a myriad of reasons. Typically, that happens when they find dealing with emotions to be too difficult. They feel there should be results right away, or maybe the therapist wasn't a fit, and so they give up. The truth about therapy is therapeutic changes takes time. It could take anywhere from 8 to 12 sessions on average, and choosing the right therapies for yourself is important. So you may have to try a few different providers before finding the right match. Some people who need mental health treatment think they're being judged by others, more specifically being seen as weak. In this day and age, a society is so focused on bigger, better, faster, stronger, that unfortunately, Something like seeking help for mental health issues can be perceived as being weak. Once we create a space for a more positive mindset, we see a lot of their other concerns fall into place. At the end of the day, seeking help for mental health issues or any health issues for that matter should never be seen as weak. It's actually quite the opposite. It's a proactive measure to a better life. Another obstacle that prevents people from seeking mental health care is their doubt that it will work, often based on bad experiences they've heard about. Unfortunately, some people have had negative experiences with the mental health care system in that they or someone they knew attempted treatment with providers who were either not familiar with or not using the appropriate evidence-based treatment for that particular disorder. Pride. Sometimes pride poses an interesting challenge as well in that people have a hard time admitting they need help and surrendering to the treatment process. Sometimes people think that they should be able to solve their problems without any input from a professional. There is a stigma against mental illness and many people don't want to be considered mentally ill. 
even though ironically, if they're suffering, the therapy could make them less mentally ill. Others fear that looking at events from the past will be painful and upsetting, which is sometimes true. Again, however, it seems more logical and healthy to address the past events so they don't keep having a negative influence on their lives rather than continue to repress or deny the events. I hope you've enjoyed this topic on women's mental health. Thank you and see you on our next episode. Be safe and be positive. Bye for now. What do you think about this short piece? Leave your views, your thoughts and feelings at our email address, risingaboveshadowsofabuse at gmail.com.